Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about how even though we want to live an empowered life, you do not need to be constantly fixing something or changing yourself. The benefit of gentleness breaks and what I do when I get stuck in the comparison trap. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. So, first, what am I grateful for? I am grateful for my meditation practice. I'm grateful that I have developed one over the years because I will talk about this more in the meat of the episode, but I just have been in a funk mentally and like spiritually, emotionally. I just have not been 100% right now. And you know, I'm sure there's some sort of astrological event I could pin it on, but honestly, overall, it's just been a bit of a weird time. And I've been very in my own head, very self-conscious, very just down on myself. And so I'm grateful for my meditation practice because one, it has really helped me bounce back quicker when I'm like maybe having intrusive thoughts mentally, but also it really just helps me to shift my mindset and it helps me to kind of reset for me like i have a whole thing when i meditate if i have the ability i like to meditate on my acupressure mat with my crystals so i have a bit of habit stacking there and i swear though it helps me so much so i'm just really really grateful i guess you could put that in what i'm loving but i have other things i want to talk about there so I just am really grateful for meditation practice. And I also want to encourage you to start your own mindfulness practice. It doesn't have to be meditation. A lot of people like breath work, a lot of people like other modalities. And just know that even though I now can meditate for long periods of time, it has not always been that way. I have not always been able to meditate for 20, 30, 40 minutes at a time. That is something that I had to work up to. So just be mindful of that. Don't think that you need to do it that long too. And that literally five minutes can make a difference. Two minutes can make a difference. And I know I've talked about this before. I guess I'll be sharing a couple just extra things today, but the superhuman app is an amazing um, resource and tool. Now they do have a free trial, but I did end up paying for it. It's not cheap, but I use it pretty often. So for me, worth it. Um, But there's also a ton of free meditations on YouTube. So if you are wanting to start with a guided meditation practice, I would look into the Superhuman app. I would look into the O&O Soul Sync Academy's meditation on YouTube. There's a free one there. I would also look into Joe Dispenza. I'll be honest though, I didn't get into Joe Dispenza until I was well into my meditation practice because like 
even though I love his meditations now, I really thought like they were kind of weird and his voice was a little off-putting to me in the beginning. I don't feel that way now, but I did in the beginning. So just heads up, be aware, like that maybe not be the first one to try. Also, a lot of his are very long. He has some shorter ones, but his are the ones I do when I want to be meditating for 30 plus minutes for the most part, though I do have a good 15 minute one. So that's what I'm currently love or grateful for. Now, what am I loving? I went and saw my girl Taylor Swift's era movie this past weekend, and it was so fun. So this is kind of like a double dip. One, just loving all the T-Swift content. You know I'm loving the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey relationship that's going on. It's just so fucking cute. And honestly, I might do another episode about it because I think it is an amazing example of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And I think one of the reasons that so many women are just going ape shit over it is because it is seemingly right on the outwards. Of course, we don't know what's actually going on behind closed doors, but on the outside, it appears to be a very good example of the divine feminine and the divine masculine and how a woman who is powerful and successful still wants to be treated in a way where she's allowed to step into her feminine nature. And from what we've seen in the past, Taylor hasn't necessarily been able to do that. And it seems like in this current relationship, she is, which is amazing. So loving the Eras movie. If you have a daughter, like 10 out of 10 recommend. If you have no one to go with, I encourage you to go regardless. You do not need someone to go with, like go and have an amazing time. So I wanted to go with some friends, but they had already made plans. And um, I don't think it was like trying to leave me out or anything, but they already had plans. And so I was really grateful because Kyle was like, I'll go with you. And I didn't even really... I had like casually mentioned if he'd want to go thinking he wouldn't want to and thinking he not that he would like be a dick about it. But, you know, I know that seeing Taylor Swift wasn't like his first thing that he wanted to do this past weekend. But he's like, if you get the tickets, I'll go with you. I'll get the snacks, you know, whatever. And we've definitely like jammed out to some older T-Swift songs. So I was like, well, you know, like her older songs, right? Like some of the older eras. And we had a really good time. You know, he didn't know all the songs, but the songs he knew he joined in on and he didn't like judge me for singing along what I knew. And honestly, of course, it's not the same as a concert, but just knowing how hard it is to get tickets to her concerts, knowing how expensive they are. I love, love, love that she made the experience more accessible to more people, like to a wider audience and that it's like affordable for most people. Right. I I know that I'm sure there's people who can't afford the movie tickets, they are a little bit more, in my opinion, than other movie tickets. But regardless, it was really, really good. And at least in my, like what I saw, you know, a lot of people are treating it like a concert. You know, not everyone in my theater was like up and dancing and singing, but a lot of us were singing. A lot of us were dancing. A lot of people were um, like dressed up. You know, I felt so guilty because it was kind of a last minute decision to go. So I didn't make friendship bracelets. And a lot of people are making friendship bracelets. And I had this little kid ask me if I made one and I did it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't make any, I kind of decided to come last minute. And then his dad was like, here you go. We have so many extra, like you should have one. So that was very heartwarming. So, you know, if you go, I do recommend making friendship bracelets. And honestly, regardless of what your theater is doing, just fucking enjoy it. Sing along if you want to. I didn't give a fuck. I just sang along. I didn't dance, but somewhere, and it was so cute. There was like a row of kids there, and oh, it just made my heart so happy. I loved it so much. So I love the Eras Tour movie. 
honestly, part of me is like, I kind of want to go see it again because it was just so fun. And like for me, Taylor Swift, even though I'm loving her current music, it's also very nostalgic for me. Like I grew up with her. She's only a couple of years older than me. So, you know, I feel like I kind of experienced what she did as she did. You know, it was just really great. Really loved it. Um, now the meat and potatoes of this week's episode. First, let me get a quick drink break. So this is your sign to drink your water. Okay. So, you know, guys, I, <laughs> I really have been in a funk. I have been in a funk. So let's just get real for a moment. And then I'll kind of talk about like the theme, I guess I had for this episode, because I was like, you know what, what do I want to talk about? I don't want to hide like how I'm doing. Not that you guys necessarily give a shit, but I just want to be authentic and I don't want to come across like my life is perfect. And like, I always have things together. Like I always have my shit together. That's just not accurate. That's not true. Um, and honestly, I just have been in a funk and I don't necessarily know why I can't pinpoint it to one specific thing happening. You know, I've talked to my therapist about it. I've talked about it in my, uh, 12 step groups that I'm in. And so also this is like a plug for 12 step programs. I really have found so much benefit from being a part of 12 step communities. You know, I am in ACOA, which is adult children of alcoholics and family dysfunction. And I think a lot of people could benefit from that program, whether it's a parent or a grandparent or whomever, someone in your family that has, that is an alcoholic or that you grew up in a dysfunctional family. It's very all encompassing because honestly, so many people are affected by it in some way, shape or form. And even say it's like your grandfather or your great grandfather or grandmother or whomever, it, maybe it's not your actual parent, but it's someone in your family tree. Well, that affects your family tree. That's like that generational trauma that like affects your family tree. And you know, some of the work you do in 12 step programs is looking at the family tree. So I'm just really grateful for it. And I've also joined another 12 step program recently to help with some of my food stuff. I've talked a little bit about this, but I definitely struggle with, um, food and eating and eating in a healthy way. And I wouldn't say that I have an eating disorder. I've never been diagnosed with an eating disorder. So I don't want to like act like I know everything. Okay. But I did join a 12 step program, um, for it's, I don't really want to get too much into it, but just know it's like food related, food based. And it's actually really interesting because they also use the same book as AA, or it's very similar to AA, like Alcoholics Anonymous. And as you know, I'm sober, but I've actually never attended AA. And I realized like food was like my first addiction. I think growing up, I definitely am an emotional eater. I'm definitely a comfort eater. I'm definitely someone that has used food to comfort me. And then, you know, when I grew up, I used alcohol to comfort me. And now that I'm sober, you know, I don't struggle with it as much now in the sense of, um, like binge eating or overeating, but I have in the past for sure. And again, not even to the extreme of other people. Like I know I'm pretty sure there's like a binge eating disorder. I'm not saying I have that because I know people, and I've heard of stories of people who have it way worse than I do and struggle way more with it than I do. So I don't want to speak out of turn, but I do not have the healthiest relationship with food. And I think part of it is also because of like the medical stuff I've had where I have felt better when I eat like certain ways and when I have, um, some restriction. Right. And so right now, if I'm just lifting the veil for y'all and just being really honest, 
right now I've been really struggling with like my self image. Um, I just do not feel good about myself. I do not feel good physically. I do not feel good mentally and emotionally. And when I say I don't feel good physically, I'm more so mean about my physical body. Most days I feel decent physically. Now, like the past couple of days, I've been feeling a little like puffy in the face, which usually for me is a sign of inflammation. I've had a little bit of digestive stuff, but overall I'm like doing fine. And I haven't weighed myself because I think I would spiral potentially. I'd either, I'd either be like very happy with what I saw or devastated and it would like completely fuck with me. And, you know, I've talked to Kyle about this a bit because I think where I struggle (laughs) is, you know, I've, I've eaten in ways that are very, um, what's the word I'm looking for that have been healthy. Like, And so maybe there's even like an argument for orthorexia stuff, possibly. I don't know. I haven't gone down that rabbit hole. I just haven't. But I know that I personally have really, really struggled in the past slash I'm currently kind of struggling with this concept of I have to be so restrictive for medical reasons and it just has further fueled my unhealthy relationship with food. Like I've always said, that I don't know if I'd say I have an eating disorder. Like, I don't want to classify that I have like an eating disorder, but I definitely have disordered eating habits. Um, and it's very hard for me to just be okay with food. Like I, like, I wish I was someone that was neutral about food and I'm just not, I'm just really not. And so, um, I've been really struggling. Also, sorry if you're watching the YouTube and you're watching me constantly scratch my nose. Like I have a little hair like somewhere on my face that just is touching my nose and it is driving me crazy. Anywho, sorry. (laughs) Um, But I just have been really, really struggling with my self-image, my body image. Like one day I'll look in the mirror and be like totally fine, body neutral or like happy with what I see. And then literally the next day, or a couple hours later, I'll be like, you're fucking disgusting. Like, and I'll have all these like negative, horrible thoughts about myself. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons for this. Um, if we're just getting honest here, I have had people comment on my body my whole life. I've never been a twig, you know, I've never been super skinny. Um, but I've also like, and I'm not shaming anyone, so please don't take it this way. I'm just like providing context. I've also never been like extremely overweight. I've never been obese by any means. Um, there's definitely been times where, I mean, I kind of think the BMI to an extent is bullshit. Um, so I think most people will probably look at me and be like, oh, you're a healthy weight. Technically maybe on the BMI, I'm probably on the edge to be quite honest. Um, but I've been, I've definitely been overweight, you know, for sure. Um, but I also like right now I have no idea what I weigh. Um, if I go to the, I have to go get a physical soon. So, you know, I'll find out then, but I personally, I used to weigh myself often and maybe that's good for some people, but right now I just can't handle that. I can't do it. Um, because I just am trying to feel okay in my body and feel good about myself. And, you know, you guys know that I love a program. (laughs) Like I am a program girly. And as much as I love it though, I think the structure of programs can feed into 
my disordered habits, right? Like I love the 75 hard. I do still recommend the 75 hard and I still implement a lot of things about the 75 hard objectively. Like I, most days I drink a gallon of water or pretty damn close to it. Like I always am filling up my water. You know, I start my day every day with a walk with my dogs. You know, I aim for 45 minutes. Sometimes it might be 30, but you know, I move in that way every day. I get outside every day. Most days I work out on top of that. Um, and I've been, especially again lately, cause I kind of fall off the track a little bit. Like I walk at my uh, standing desk most days. And so I'm like active, right? Like I'm active. Um, I haven't been reading as much, but like most things of the 75 heart, I kind of do anyways. Right. And I just have been like, so consumed with not feeling good enough. And this is something I have struggled with for years. If you ask my therapist, that is like the number one thing we have worked on for a very long time is not feeling good enough. And I could tie it to a lot of things, you know, like it's tied to my abandonment issues. It's tied to the fact I felt like I needed to be perfect, to be loved. Um, lots of different things. Like I have really, really struggled with this. And it's why I get so emotional sometimes when I like talk about Kyle and my's relationship, because he's like the first time I like feel good enough. And I feel loved for who I am as a person, uh, good, bad, ugly, you know, like he loves me for me on my good days and on my bad days. And I'm not perfect. He's not perfect, but it just like really means a lot to me. And, um, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but you know, he told me one, well, he's told me this more than once, but like one of the times he was like, you are really easy to love. And that's like the first time I've ever felt that way, to be quite honest. Like that is the first time I felt that way ever. Um, or that someone has made me feel that way, I should say. And it meant a lot to me. And I like wish I could see myself through his eyes but I can't, <laughs> I'm really struggling with it. Sorry. If you're watching, I'm like definitely tearing up, getting emotional. Um, but I think because of my personality and like growing up in a dysfunctional home and the things I've just experienced in my life, my specific traumas, my specific addictions, my specific struggles, I really like structure. And I am someone that always feels the need to just be improving, improving, improving. Now, do not get me wrong. I think it is good to strive to be the best version of yourself. I do. I really, really do. That being said, and I guess this is really like my message for today is you do not always need to be going, going, going. You do not need to be always fixing something right? And that is like a lesson I am trying to remind myself of right now, because I, right now, and maybe this is why I've been like kind of struggling with like, what do I talk about on the podcast? Because I am not focusing on one single thing right now when it comes to like healing or empowerment. I am just living. But I think that's really important in this process, in this like living an empowered life. You should also be empowered to just fucking live. You don't need to be constantly grinding and hustling and building something, right? Like, yes, I love this podcast. Yes, I want it to grow. But you know what? Like right now, mentally, I just need to fucking get my own shit together. And I'm sharing with you guys this journey along the way. And if that causes growth, amazing. But if I'm not growing right now, that's okay too. I love all of you who are here. Like, I love my community. It's okay. Like, I'm not doing tons of shit to advertise. I'm doing what feels right. And I'm fine with that. And um, 
maybe that's not the best from a business standpoint, but I don't fucking care because like, I just, I have so much to be grateful for. I have so much to be thankful for and something, I don't know if I actually said this, if I finished my thought earlier, but something I've been talking about with my therapist is I feel like with my dysfunction, with my struggles, um, with my specific traumas, I am someone that just always seems to need to fix something or improve upon something. And I am someone that like, just will, if I'm not worried about one thing, I'm worried about something else. And maybe that's anxiety. Maybe that's generalized anxiety. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't want to say it is because I'm not, I'm not someone that's been diagnosed with anxiety. I think I've had like maybe one or two panic attacks in my life. And that was more of like a trauma trigger. So I wouldn't call that like generalized anxiety or anything like that. But I, I just like, like I said, I always have struggled with feeling good enough. And so if I am not worried about one thing, I would like choose to worry about something else. So for example, like Kyle and I are good. Like we're great. Like we're great. Um, of course we're not perfect, but like, I'm not stressed about our relationship. I'm not stressed about the status of it. I'm not stressed. Like that's going good. Realistically, my job's going good. Thankful for that. Realistically, like my friendships, they're going good. Not worried about that. So then Erica's brain is like, okay, if this area of life is good, and if this area of life is good, and if this area of life is good, what can we fucking focus on? And what can we stress about? And what can we just like freak the fuck about, freak the fuck out about. And so for me right now, it's been my body image. Now, I think part of it is just like getting stuck in the comparison trap of social media, of life. Like I'm not a tiny human by any means, but at the same time, I'm active. I'm overall, I'm healthy. You know, I don't have any big medical concerns. I do believe slash I've been told I have some sort of autoimmune condition. Uh, don't know what it is because no doctor has given a fuck enough to like figure it out. So that's awesome. Uh, but, and if you can't tell that's sarcasm, it's extremely frustrating, but it is what it is. But anywho, so like, because I honestly, things are going well, my brain and my just fucking trauma is like, okay, so what can we focus on? And it's been like pretty much just hating myself. And this is also a reminder for you that I need this reminder. So I'm like speaking it out loud, hoping that maybe it'll get through my own fucking brain. And that's, um, that you are not going to heal something if you just completely only speak negatively about it. Right. So like, if I'm constantly talking shit about myself, like that is not going to improve my self-talk or my, um, my confidence or whatever the word is that I'm looking for, right? Like if you are trying to work on something, you need to be able to think positively about it. If you are constantly like putting it down or whatever the case may be talking negatively about it, like it's going to be hard for you to improve upon that issue or area of life, right? Like you have to think positively. And so what I'm doing, and I guess this is like, okay, if you're in a rut, if you're stuck, like what, what is Erica doing? What am I doing right fucking now? So I would say when it comes to eating, um, I'm really just trying to like not stress about food. Like I am, yeah, I have ways that I like to eat. I have ways that I prefer to eat, you know, that overall I typically feel better doing no gluten, no dairy, no soy but I'm not being like super, super strict about it. I am living my life. I am, you know, I have the ways that I eat where I probably follow that, let's say 90, 
95% of the time. But also like when we were up north with Kyle's family, I kind of ate whatever was being made. You know, his dad's a chef, like his family was cooking a lot of food for us. Like I wasn't being a picky bitch. I just was eating the food everyone else was eating, right? And when it comes to exercise, I just have been doing movement that makes me feel good. I've been trying new classes that I've enjoyed. I've just been like intuitively eating, intuitively exercising, and just trusting that my body knows best and that I am my own guru. And I think that is something else that like another reason why I've been like talking shit about myself or struggling is because in my brain, I'm like, oh, what is the answer? There's got to be an answer. There's got to be like a solution. Well, every person is different. Every person is different. Everyone's health journey is different. Everyone's body is different. And like everyone's body is going to react differently to something than someone else's, right? So just because the carnivore diet works for one person and a vegan diet works for the other doesn't mean one is right or one is wrong. Like do whatever is best for you. And so I've been really trying to trust my intuition. And if we're going woo-woo, because obviously I always do, that is like me following my human design. My human design says that I should not be a structured person, but because of my trauma and because of my dysfunction, I really like structure. So I'm trying to let go of that need for structure and allow myself to just live and flow. That's also stepping into my feminine, right? The feminine energy is more being, more creating, more just living and flow. That being energy where the masculine energy is more do, 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 go, go, go structure, right? And that doesn't mean women can't have those moments, but I have been in overdrive masculine energy for years. So I'm just really trying to step into my feminine and I've never, I don't know if I've worded it that way for myself recently, but just upon reflection, I would say that's what I'm doing. So it can be hard though, because especially if you struggle with these negative thoughts, sometimes intuition doesn't always feel good, right? Like maybe we are having intrusive thoughts. So if you're having intrusive thoughts, like I have really intrusive thoughts, like trigger warning, eating disorders. Sorry, I probably should have said that earlier, right? But when I get really frustrated with myself about my body or my food or whatever, like I have intrusive thoughts. Like I have intrusive thoughts of, oh, it would just be easier if you didn't fucking eat. Maybe you should just not eat that seems like a solution because then you wouldn't have this problem or this problem or this problem. That's not fucking healthy. Okay. And like, to be honest, guys, I've struggled with intrusive thoughts in many areas of my life. Um, but thankfully again, why I'm grateful for my meditation practice, it has helped me to see the thought and let it pass through. Like I'm not shitting on myself for having those thoughts, but like I'm not acting upon those thoughts. And that's a really important distinction. So having tools and your toolkit to help you not um, give into those intrusive thoughts. Maybe go for a walk, maybe spend some time with a loved one, maybe meditate, listen to music. Like this Taylor Swift era's movie was so healing for me. Listening to her music has been so healing because it just brings me joy. It brings joy. Listening to books on tape has brought me joy. You know, I'm saying this right now to myself out loud. Like I need to take a step back from social media. Not that I've been posting much, but I, I scroll like I I scroll. I need to set those time limits on my phone and not just press ignore when they come up, right? I need to actually do it. So, and there's this concept in ACA called a gentleness break. And going back to, you know, the main topic of you do not need to be always doing something. You do not need to be always striving for more. You do not need to be always working on something. You are allowed to just be and grow because at the same time, you know, you, you can learn all these new things, but if you aren't taking the fucking time to implement them, then you are just going to be a student forever and you're not actually become a master or something, right? Like you need to take the time to implement what you're learning. So right now in this chapter of my life, I am like in the implementation phase. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but that's what I'm fucking calling it, right? 
And so just know that like this concept of a gentleness break, if you're having a really hard day, you know, we call this gentleness breaks in ACA because in 12 step programs, it, doing the work is hard. Doing the work is very mentally draining, very taxing. Um, it's very healthy. It's good for you, but it can be very difficult. And so they encourage this concept of gentleness breaks. If you're getting overwhelmed, if it's becoming too much, you are allowed to take a step back. And that doesn't mean you're relapsing. That doesn't mean you're failing. Like you are not a failure for taking time for yourself. You are not a failure for being gentle with yourself. You are not a failure for showing yourself love. Like you do not need to be constantly grinding and hustling and going. You are allowed to just exist. You are allowed to just be. And you know what? Like I've been thinking about writing a book, right? Like I love the concept of writing a book, but then I was thinking about like, well, what do I write it about? What do I want it to look like? And I realized like, I'm not ready to write a book yet because I'm still in those like middle chapters. Like if I was to write a book right now, it would be unfinished because I'm still working through so much. And I'm like really in that implementation phase of all these things I've learned. So I'm just allowing myself to take the gentleness breaks as needed, you know, for like, this is the smallest example ever. And I actually do need to wrap it up because I got to go work out. Um, but I usually do bar on Tuesdays. I'm recording this on a Tuesday, Tuesday nights. I usually go to a bar class and I actually decided to go to yoga today. Why? Because honestly, I just have not been loving bar lately. Like I love bar normally. Um, but I don't know, for whatever reason, it's just like, I have not been feeling good when I'm in a bar class. And so, but I love yoga and I'm feeling so good when I do yoga. So I'm going to try a new yoga class today and see. And I feel a little guilty because Tuesday night bar is like my favorite instructor. She's great. It's not her fault that I haven't been enjoying the classes lately. Like it's all on me. Right. But what am I doing about it? I'm not going to force myself to go to something that I'm not enjoying. I'm going to instead pivot and do something else that I do enjoy. So that's like what I got to say. This is me telling you that like, you're okay. Like you are allowed to not always be a hundred percent. You are allowed to not always feel like you have to be grinding or finding this new thing or excelling in something like you are allowed to just exist. And like your existence is enough. You do not need to be doing all these big, wonderful, huge things to be worthy of love, to be worthy of self-care, to be worthy of any of that. And I struggle with that. So this is something I am saying out loud to you guys because I need the fucking reminder, right? Like I always feel like I need to earn my love and you do not need to earn your love. Like, I don't know why I fucking think that. I mean, I know why, like there's a lot of reasons why that's what life has shown me so far. But I have a lot of amazing people who love me for me. And then so I'm just like leaning into those relationships, leaning into loving myself and doing like that self-care regularly. And so that's just where I'm at. Like I'm kind of in a funk and I'm working on it. And I just wanted to be honest because I think sometimes, you know, influencers or podcasters or whomever, like when you look up to someone or when you listen to someone regularly, you might think, oh, they always have it all together. Newsflash, I do not. I rarely have it together. To be quite honest, I do not have it fucking together, but I want to share that with you because I know that it can be difficult. And I know that, um, I know that we can really get stuck in this comparison trap and I don't want anyone to be like, compare themselves to me because I'm just a normal fucking human. And I'm just like going through life, just like the rest of you guys. So that's, that's what I've been working on. That's what I've been working through. Just remember, like you are worthy. You are enough and be gentle with yourself. So now really quick. Really quick, let's see what the chakra cards have to say this week. Okay, guys, I fucking love these cards. Guess what card we got today? We got the balance card, which is the base chakra. And let me double check. That is going to be, I believe, a 
Yep, that is a hematite crystal, guys. If you have a hematite crystal, I love this because is this not exactly what we talked about? This whole fucking episode is balance and that you do not need to be always going, going, going. So this is a sign that balance is needed somewhere in your life. So take a look at your life. Where are you maybe feeling out of balance? May, where are you feeling out of sorts? Know that nature has polarity. Nature has duality. There are going to be like night and day, hot and cold. We live in a physical world that has these opposites. But when you can walk your path with like less judgment, with knowing that the good and the bad are going to come in in all forms, like it helps you to have less pressure on yourself. Okay. So the affirmation for this card is I am balanced in all aspects of my life. So take a look at your life. Think, am I putting my energy too much in one area versus another? Am I, so for me, am I focusing too much on my appearance? Maybe I need to just look at how do I feel, you know, like think about, am I putting too much energy or effort into something? Am I feeling stuck somewhere? And look at, is your, ba are you balancing out your energy? Are you balancing out your mental like capacity? Once you find where balance is required, take steps to allow that natural flow to occur. So I've talked about like my moon magic practice a lot. I am going to be releasing a new calendar for 2024. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to release a new calendar that will help you to live in cycles on the moon. And guess what guys, like if I'm being honest, I've not been really following it lately. I don't know why, like, I don't know about you guys, but I know that certain things help me. And sometimes maybe it's self-sabotage. I just like, don't do it. So this is my sign. Hey bitch, go moon journal because it helps you like, holy fuck. Why do you not? Um, <laughs> but living a life of balance is the ultimate goal. Is it not? So this is just your reminder to look at where you may need balance in your life. Look at where you may need to balance out energies. Um, are you putting too much stress at one area of life? And how can you navigate that? Be gentle with yourself. Know that this happens. So if you find a place where you're like, Ooh, that's very imbalanced. That is okay. We are not here to judge. Don't judge yourself. Just lean into that feminine, lean into that flow. Know that there's going to be those hard days, those easy days. Know that like sometimes one area of your life needs more attention. That is okay. But then how can we balance it out? Right? Like where can you give yourself a little bit more gentleness in that area if you need to, right? So this is just my reminder for you. Know that um, once you take those positive steps, you're going to allow that natural flow to come into your life. And I just love it. Balance is the key, guys, the yin, the yang. I love it so much. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that this was helpful to you. I hope that sharing like what I've been kind of going through and struggling with and dealing with will be a reminder to you guys that like, it's okay to have those hard days. It's okay to have those chapters in your story where maybe you're not doing anything like insane where you're just kind of existing and living and like growing. And that's okay because we need those chapters of growth. We need those. We don't need to be always doing something wonderful and amazing and great. You can just exist and you are worthy of love no matter whether you're building a business, you're raising a family, you're just kind of vibing and doing you. Like you do not need to be doing these insane things in order to have love and fulfillment and joy. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your support. You guys have been blowing up the YouTube lately. I'm so grateful for that. Don't forget to share with your friends, share with your family, and maybe share in the comments um, what you're gonna do to give yourself a gentleness break to add more balance to your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for your constant support. I love you guys so, 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 so much. And with that, do not forget to stay empowered. I will see you guys next week. Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.